0: Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn. Harbor still in Amityville. Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes Low Bee, Dog Man, howling in the street. I'm typically skeptic of what I see. Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans. Thunderbird swamp thing. Is it real? I was wondering. Typical. Skeptic show. Typical. Skeptic show.
1: Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have back with me, these people have been my guests before and I consider them black belt level guests. They're very highly esteemed in the UFO slash consciousness community. And who I'm referring to is Dr. Sasha Lesson and his wife, Janet Lesson. Uh, Dr. Sasha Lesson has a PhD and an M master's in anthropology and a master's in counseling and psychology. He studied under Zachariah Sitchin and other great um, luminaries. Um, they're the, they're both, the, Janet and Sasha are the authors of Anunnaki Gods No More, Legacy of the Gods, Anunnaki False Gods, Anunnaki Marduk, King of Earth, Anunnaki Evolution of the Gods, With and, and Janet lesson has been an experiencer since birth, or since, since she was young, so they're just awesome guests, and I'm so honored to have them back on my show, and uh, I want to give them a big warm welcome, Sasha, Janet, thank you for coming back on my show, how are you?
2: Oh, thanks, Robert. We're we're great. It's good to be back. Yeah. Um. Do you want guys yeah, want to share? Yeah,
0: happy being here, happy back, Robert. I'm actually working on on, on uh, Nima, Mother of Humanity, and then after that we're going to do um, Anki, Father of Humanity. So we're going to have. But then the next year we'll have two more books. Uh, the Nima, the Nima book, I hope to have done before the end of 2022. I'm almost there, but that's what
1: it takes time. I can imagine, like, I mean, like, oh. how do you get that much information on NIMMA? Is it limited, or do you do you think that are you able to pull out information from different
2: sources?
0: Right, there's a lot of information on NIMMA. It's it's less than, say, Enki, but you can still find it. And then I'm I'm coming out like Michael Lee Hill says that he's a, a fractal of of Enki. So I'm a fractal of NIMA, like Penny Bradley. There's and I'm going to talk about that whole. Uh, concept of how there can be fractals of one entity, like a God in different beings. So anyway, that's not going to be on this show, but that's part of what I'm exploring. So I've been getting downloads and contact from aliens, but also from Nima, Yankee, all my life. So I'm pulling together, and it's not channeling, it's information, it's different than, uh, it's memories. So I get memories from um, having lived in that past life, we're going to talk about the whole concept. They're actually simultaneous lives. We're we're eternal beings. We have many dimensions to ourselves. Anyway, that's another slideshow, but we're going to focus on this one with the Anunnaki information. Dr. Lesson, I studied directly to Zechariah Sitchin for about uh, 10, 12 years of his life. We didn't find him until, I I didn't find Dr. Lesson until 97. Sitchin had been around since, what, 76. So I discovered him Uh, Through my brother I'm an older brother we've been researching ufology all of our lives I was interested in it of course because I'm a lifelong lifelong contactee I actually have pre-memories and a lot of experiencers are starting to recover you know where we were in between lives life between lives Uh, what was behind our decision to come into this current incarnation so um, anyway so I've recovered a lot of my memories Dr. Lesson is also a hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, and so we worked uh, on recovering a lot of my information. And once you start getting the downloads and remembering things, then things start coming to you spontaneously. And when I write, I start getting information. Um, So anyway, I'm I'm correlating all this information in a series of books. I'm doing a series called The Dragon at the End of Time. I have one of those up already, um, but I'm working on a whole series, taking every... Decade uh, going back to antiquity. So, Dr. Lesson's information in today's slide. What's the name of your slide today, honey? Do you remember?
2: It's how uh, our ancestors came from Lyra uh, all the way to Nibiru. That's what it's about today. I can't remember our exact title until we go to the. uh, We can call it on the video. I'll call it From Lyra to Nibiru. That's a cool title, right? Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. That's perfect
0: i'm going to do because we're over here in hawaii and we we don't have a the bandwidth like you people get in the mainland because we're on satellite i'm going to turn my video off so that doctor Lesson has more bandwidth and then uh whenever you're ready sweetheart is there anything else you want to say about our background who we are we're a couple nerds all we do is research we, we he's up all night i'm up all day uh we get together and say what did you find out what did you learn and we, we go in all directions. We, we um, had a Tantra school for years. We still have some students. Uh, you had one that was trying to sign up yesterday. I don't know if they got through honey. Can you gotta remind me about that? Um, so we, we, we still see clients virtually right now. Um, we may open up again, just a very limited basis. But uh, So we do, we do uh, psychotherapy and regression therapy and hypnotherapy. And we like to take people back to, not only their abduction or, or encounter experiences, but, you know, past lives and in between and, and childhood. And we work with trauma and drama and, um, incest, rape, uh, you know, everything. Um, Dr. Lesson's 82 years old. He looks great. He's teaching us about longevity. The Anunnaki lived to be thousands, if not millions of years. And that's in our DNA. And, um, so
1: that's what well, we're working on. Well, let me ask you this: exactly. What's the key to longevity? Is there a, is there like a do we take monatomic gold or you know I mean like what's what's the because remember the they said the they found monatomic gold under Hathor's temple and um the and they said right. the Incani were making like golden bread cakes out of it and eating it to, to lengthen their telomeres. That's what Gerald Clark used to say, I think, right? Right, well, that's,
0: that's part correct. of it. But they also had plants, and they also uh, we have genetic modification. We were working with Dr. Aubrey de Grey from Cambridge. She's in the um, Methuselah project and another one. I can't think of it. it's an acronym. And so they're, they're working on all, t- you know, it's environmental. It's there's a lot of aspects to it, but. Oh, you cut out. Dr. Uh, Aubrey de Grey said that he thought that we would have this information, you know, within the next 20 years. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry.
0: Dr. DeGray said he thought we would have this information within the next uh, 20 years. He thinks we have it, but you know, he doesn't know all this conspiracy stuff, but I, I, we have indications that our powers that be the Anunnaki, Illuminati or whoever the, they have it, they already know. They know all about how to you know, extend lifetimes and uh, cure everything and even revive the dead. So you know, it's all there. It's all in, written up and it's in our science and we just have a, we have a society that won't let it happen. But, um, Dr. DeGray thought that it would because the wealthy are going to insist on it. So we're, we already have people like, um, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all them talking about, you know, if they would put millions and billions into longevity research, we'd have it, but then the, the catch 22 is who would they let have it. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think we already
1: have it. Oh, that's cool. That's way cool, yeah. Um, well, you
0: can Sasha, share your... What did you want to say? I interrupted you. What did you want to say, Sash?
2: Uh, what I wanted to say is that the, I would uh, ask uh, Janet to uh, explain to you, <laughs> and so I'll do it, is that we go by, uh, we, we cut things by uh, uh, down to the simplest we can by something called Occam's razor, which is what's the simplest way you can explain uh, or account for all the stuff that we know and predict other stuff that we can see if that's so or not. And uh, and so anything we come up with, the words we use, the mathematics we use, are our, our intellectual map uh, that helps us predict. But just like a map ain't the territory and a menu ain't the meal, that's all they are. That's the best we can do because we have, we have these intellectual facilities uh, and uh, that's the, that's, that's all it is. So what we, so what uh, Janet and I, especially I have done is I uh, immersed myself in this material and I've put it together in, in, a, in certain ways that seem to be the most best for explaining stuff. And when there's more than one way that explains stuff, I put them both down, I'm not attached. That's that's what professors all do. We just look at what there is. And it's really interesting. But the way that uh, anthropologists work is when you keep getting the same story, you put them in on little cards. We used to use cards until you see which which, which do they have in common? What do those have in common? And what do those have in common? Until you get to some very basic ones that they all have in common. That's what way we figure out Uh, uh, the relative uh, sequence of things. Anyway, so with that said, it, we're only approximating, and we're no way. I I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just an ordinary guy who reads a bunch of stuff. And okay, so let's let's see the slides, and and we're going I'll we'll talk. I'll I'll wrap about 27 of them, uh, fairly rapidly, and then you can uh, talk about what we just did or talk about something else. Okay. Okay, sounds good. And thank All you right. for this. This is great.
1: Okay, here comes the slide. Let
2: me see if I can do this.
1: I enabled it
2: sharing. I can pause this while we're so, recording again. Okay. The show is Anunnaki, Lyran refugees from planet Nibiru, who colonized the earth, made us earthlings, and settled some of them in Iraq after uh, Noah's flood. That's what the series is about. Today's is a little bit more focused. To start out with, our ancestors lived uh, in the planet group. From our eyes, it looks like the group we call Lyra. That's where our galactic ancestors came from. They were humans. They were different sizes. They were agriculturists. They did have space travel. Uh, and they, didn't, they, they were not warlike at all. That's, they grew food, and, and they had their own economies. And the Draco's came from Thuban, and uh, they said, uh, "We offer you an opportunity to join the Draco Empire, and, and we'll look after you and make and regulate you, lesser beings. Uh, and if not, we'll we'll have to blow you to bits." And uh, the, uh, the people, the first place they came to, Apis was the first planet in Lyra. I uh, said, well, well, we'll call a council meeting. We'll talk about this, about your terms. And they took too long, and they got blasted. And the uh, uh, Dracos, these are reptilians. Um, they're a different kind of being, um, started to attack them everywhere and decide they wanted this part of the galaxy. Now, before this, there had been some contact. Between uh, the drake, between reptilians and humans, and they, they found they even could interbreed, but the dracos uh, have both the ability to. Uh, the, the female dracos uh, are, are like marsupials to us. They can they don't even need a man, but they like like male dracos around to for sex. But let's go on to the next slide. There, so the, these dracos are chasing. Uh, Lyrans, wherever they, they go to, they and they want every. They start bombing the planets, and all the Lyrans start scattering all over as far as they can get Johnny, to escape you're still from the, on the same slide. Yes, dear. You're still on
0: the same slide, or at least I'm
2: still seeing the same slide. There, there it is. is. Okay, James. got it. Oh, he cut so out. So these, so the Lyrans, uh ran. They, they were basically, wherever we uh, uh, go, they seem to chase us and we've got to get together and organize some kind of defense. So that was the beginning of the Galactic Federation. Those that wanted to resist or at least coordinate their efforts to, uh, to live uh, while the Dracos were hunting them. The Dracos uh, were very interested in the uh, solar system, the Earth's solar system. As you noted, it has gold, which was very important to everybody. Uh, And uh, they created a a death comet, which was a hollowed out um, stone thing, but it was covered with ice. And it had a particle beam uh, accelerator. And uh, they basically aimed for a very specific place in the solar system. And the idea was to wipe out the uh, Lyrans, our ancestors who evidently had fled uh, via a whole bunch of other places, but ultimately settled on Earth and on, um, not on Earth, excuse me, on Mars and on Marduk, which was a planet between uh, Jupiter uh, and Mars. Uh, So there's a picture of uh, artists conception of uh, of what uh, these, but they were humans, different types of humans. On um, Maldek, we have uh, thicker gravity, and the Maldekans were like more muscular, uh, more aggressive in their attitudes, and they started threatening the Martians who lived just just down the orbit from them. Well, here comes the uh, the, the Dracos. This is their their Death Star. Here we they projected we projected out a, a a beam particle accelerator. Um, and so they they make a black hole they zip into the uh, solar system however they do that and their idea is they're going to kill off uh, first of all the people of Maldek and the Maldekans saw this was coming they could see this thing getting bigger and bigger and i guess some of them were saying don't look up don't look up but anyway they 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 really saw it's coming and they realized they were in big trouble and they've been threatening the martians uh, and and uh, now they're begging the Martians, please, you guys, you bought some shelters, uh, a, 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 some kind of a, a shelter thing that goes over your atmosphere from the, from the, uh, these uh, other planetary people and they, you've got undergrounds. Could we just shelter with you until this danger is passed? And so the Martians were not happy about it, but they, they, they were merciful. And sure enough, as the Dracos came right past as they intended, past Maldek. They either blasted it with their uh, weapon or, in other accounts, it was just the gravity of this, of their body passing through and messing up the orbit. But anyway, Maldek got blasted into what we now call the Cuper uh, belt of asteroids. It, it, and so there's two belts of asteroids. This one's the one that's where, uh, where Maldek used to be, what was left of it. And now, as the, this thing's going toward the sun, this, this uh, weapon, but it's disguised as a comet. And it goes past Mars, which had a nice atmosphere and lakes and all kinds of things we know from earlier stuff. And it draws off most of the oxygen. Not all, it's still breathable, but it's way thin. And most of the surface water and most of the surface ice. Underground, the Martians and the Maldek, uh, people that went, came to Mars survived, uh, but they're starting to quarrel. And uh, the uh, Maldekans are a lot bigger. Uh, Doctor Who uh, has opposed for us to show us what it was like to have to confront uh, these Maldekans. Now the Draco planet moves on. And it goes past Earth, which at the time was covered by ice and um, water mist. There was land, uh, no land. There were, There's lots of water animals, uh, highly developed water animals. But there wasn't any surface life. And, and this coming close of this great big uh, thing, you know, this, this, this biggest this Venus even passing Earth uh, draws off. So much of the water vapor and so much of the water and ice that two continents come up, Lemuria and Atlantis. And uh, here's a map of where those are drawn out. Oh, uh, wow. Lemuria is right. Uh, that's where it is. But what's left of, of Lemuria, most of it, uh, of course, got uh, wiped out, uh, is, is uh, now uh, up against uh, Africa. Uh, More, 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 I mean, Atlantis is against Mauritania. That's what's left of it, and some peaks. And and Lemuria, uh, what's left of it, as we'll see later on, is is Hawaii, and Japan, and the Philippines, and so forth. The next thing that happens with this weaponized uh, comet is it goes to the position we call Venus. Now, there wasn't any planet there. There's Mercury, and then there was Earth. Now, This thing settles into orbit and it's going and it starts going anti clockwise, like all of our, well, most of our uh, planets do uh, around the Solaris, our sun. Uh, And the uh, Dracos first they enter. You can see I I have an arrow going to the entrance. And there's domes, they come up in domes. There are seven different uh, casts and they stay separate. They each have different things that they do. The sun vaporizes the comet's eyes. And there's still a cloudy cover for the X comet, but now it's orbiting. It is the planet Venus in in this explanation of things. The next thing these Dracos do is they come out and they start building. You have engineers and so forth. They build a hollow unspinning moon. Inside of it, they stock everything. It's their their their, uh, in-between station for stuff they're bringing to Lemuria. That's where they're going to settle first. They bring dinosaurs. That's what they eat. That's their main uh, food. They bring a whole ecosystem that'll support a dinosaur. And they, they, they settle, and then they spread. The dinosaurs and the uh, kinds of plants they eat spread all over the Earth. And, uh, and so do the uh, drake oh, dra- goes. They spread with their dinosaurs and with the dinosaur's ecosystem
1: wait let me pause it because he froze up
2: can you hear me janet are you there you. We're, we're back we're back so the dinosaurs and the ecosystem that supported them um, was a contribution of, of the reptilians that uh settled earth but the uh, Galactic Federation said, we can't let go of Earth, and we're certainly not going to let them have a, a, a base uh, a, to attack our uh, survivors on Mars, and we want Earth for ourselves, too. So they, uh, the uh, Pleiadian Council had gotten uh, the Atlans, people who escaped from uh, the Lyrin group, and they had escaped to the Pleiades, and the Atlans kept trying to get everybody, let's come on, let's go fight him, let's go fight him. And the, and the people in the Pleiades said, oh no, we just want peace. And they begged the council, can you take these Atlans and let them fight and get them out of here? That We don't want to fight, we're just peaceful people. And so uh, they, so the uh, Galactic Federation took the, uh, took the Atlans and settled them in Atlantis. At the same time, uh, the Maldekans were getting ready to fight with the Martians underground, and they, and they too break the Federation. Get, can you get these guys out of here? And so the, uh, they said, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll send them to the Gobi Desert, and we can coordinate with uh, the Atlans on Atlantis, and, and, and we'll see if we can get the Dracos out of the, off of the Earth. Well, the Atlans are, were not in, intimidated at all by the dinosaurs. It doesn't matter how big the thing is. When you got guns like this and chicks like this, they they basically kill off the dinosaurs wherever they went. And this really led to a fierce counterattack by the Draco reptilians. Wow, this is so it's just like the Mary Plains Indians were defending their buffalo. It's really this, you know. It's so striking that uh, that's what happened. This was their food source, and they're defending it. And these guys, as far as they're concerned, are invaders. As far as the uh, the the guys in the front, uh, the Atlans, they're saying, "Hello, no, we're not invaders. We were in this. Uh, we settled Mars, and we settled Maldek you just killed off uh, millions of people on, and and, and uh, we we are taking taking this back from you." So, the other so the the Maldecans sent these these other guys uh, from. And these are way bigger than the than the Martians because they come from a, a planet with a greater de- uh, density. So these great big guys came, and they're coming from the uh, from, from the Gobi Desert, as you can see on my map where that is, and and, and they are attacking from the other side. At the same time, uh, the Federation uh, is uh, sending, especially sending the uh, Martian ships to uh, uh, get the Dracos off of Mars. If they're excuse me off of uh, the moon, get the Dracos off of Venus, and they do. They get them off of both those places. The Atlans uh, kept hearing the Dracos had escaped underneath the ground, and sure enough, their their uh, weapons showed. Yes, matter of fact, they're burrowing underneath us, and so they started. (laughs) They ultimately wound up sinking the Muria, uh, trying to get all the. Dracos that were underneath, but what remains of uh, from Lemuria, of course, are Panape and Samoa, Hawaiian Islands, Easter Island, uh, and and so forth. So they they sunk the uh, our ancestors, the Atlans, sunk Lemuria. There's and the peaks are what's left of it, and so are the coasts of Japan, uh, the Philippines, and uh, parts of North America. Okay, so then. What happens next uh, is uh, the Martians, who have uh, are helped by other uh, vehicles, um, really clear off the moon and clear on it. So now, and it's it's still a hollow moon. We'll come back to that in later shows. The surviving reptilians now fled to the hollow Earth, and they were there's all kinds of caverns and uh, tunnels of natural and and um, ET made tunnels throughout the earth. And they, they built these cities underground, Hyperbolia, Shambhala, Agartha, Acadia. They ran shuttles among them. They lived in the hollow earth. And finally, the Andromedans said, we've had enough of this war over this uh, planet and over this solar system. And why we invite all the parties concerned with earth to come to a peace council on the uh, on one of our planets in the Andromeda system, uh, it's called Hatona, and we're gonna work out a way to stop all this this stupid war because everybody's losing. So they asked for volunteers. Your
0: You're stuck on. Oh, there it is. Okay. These are amazing Sorry. slides,
1: by the way. I I really love what you guys did with these slides. They're very so professionally done. Like. They're so, ni- they're, they're so nice. They're so nice. This is so interesting. Oh, That's you. what Sasha you know, does. A- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just it's really awesome. I think it's gonna be well received. I think the fans are gonna like it because it's so um illustrated, right? You know, it's so I love the artwork Ooh. and stuff and the, and the images you guys put together. It's really amazing. I, thank you. Yeah, this is great.
2: So this is a very thank you. I, I, I have so much fun doing it. Um, this this is a, uh, a, a an interesting idea that they they invited, and there was at least were many non-human, uh, not modern human <laughs> anyway, er, Lyran type and other type uh, uh, species that were interested in Earth. Some just wanted to dig the minerals. Some wanted to make creatures, and they decided that look if you want to make a, a creature that can survive in this rough. Planet that's just being terraformed right now and has been racked by wars between the uh, dracos and the uh, humanoids. Uh, let's make a proto being, a proto Earthling, and 12 human uh, human groups said, "Hey, we want a part of this." And uh, the uh, human groups uh, had major major inputs uh, into the, especially into the uh, limbic systems and some of them (laughs) even into the reasoning systems, but the Dracos who decided to live on Earth were still underground, said, we'll take the the, uh, brainstem, where the instincts are, and each of these different groups didn't just take uh, the genetics, they also socialized and tried to train their particular kind of uh, humanoid earthling, uh, or reptilian humanoid combination thing, earthling, uh, and each thought, My side, the reasoners, <laughs> ah, reason will triumph. <laughs> there, we, we get our uh, our, our <laughs> uh, reasoner, or the, the emotional one, we know we're passionate people, we'll do what's right, what's in our hearts and our emotions, and the uh. Draco said, nah, we know when push comes to shove, it's us, because push will come to shove when we come to the front. Well, I think, uh, is that slide 20? No, we have a couple more. OK. <laughs> oh, so anyway, time and time again, as uh, Silva shows us, meteorite strikes. Slide. Uh, OK. M- meteorite strikes or something else, um, causes, and we actually know periodically there's a there's a place where we go through uh, the uh, the asteroid belt and such the, the Cooper belt of asteroids in such a way that big chunks come through and sometimes they hit the earth and they bring ice ages and it's got a regular kind of a, a thing that happens. and uh, so something or other, Sunk Atlantis, and this is where I wanted to, wanted to show you where the picture was, uh, that right on the corner of Africa, if you look at that map there, the uh, uh, western, northern, northwestern part, there's part of what's left of Atlantis. All the drawings that Plato and the descriptions that everybody knew in Plato's day, and they laughed at Plato, oh, but Plato said, no, there was a... There was a thing up there and he drew it. and So forth. that very thing is we know where it is now. OK, so there's a really good picture. So after a while, the Atlans are still going after this. Draco's underneath us. Boom, boom. They were chasing it, trying to make it go down. And they sunk it. On the other hand, there's a lot of stories that uh, we also get into where there's a uh, um, Infiltrators that come and they're part Dracos and they uh, get the Atlans to uh, uh, sink themselves by a series of tricks. So there's a lot of different stories that explain it. One of can the I things add that something learned, here? Can I add something? When I finish my sentence, when I finish my sentence, well, there's a bunch of theories that explain the same thing, they're probably all partially true. Okay, Janet. Well, you know, Janet. if you
0: read the lost, if you can you hear me? If you read the uh, Emerald Tablets of Thoth, uh, he talks about what happened at the uh, advance of South. And what he said is that these beings were coming up into the council and taking over. So they're, they're like the shapeshifters that can, uh, they're interdimensional and they can influence the council members and they could take them over. And is that yeah, the I, Dark I Brotherhood?
1: Is that, who, is, that, is that what Thoth calls the Dark Brotherhood? Is, was that I it
0: broke up say that again
1: i said was that what they thought called the dark brothers or something like that
0: you know it's been a while since i read the book but it, it's um i i thought they were yeah they didn't know what they i i don't know i don't remember them having a name but i'll have to look at the book again yeah i might add yes. do something about yes. the underworld you're correct because um Robert, you're right they oh. they were the shapes you could draw them forth that's what part of what happens with satanic rituals and people they, they they spill blood and they they draw them forth from another dimension and they invite them in that's where all that started with if you read that emerald tablet, both he said they, they, really uh, they say
1: just to add your point they say blood is the nectar of the gods right for some reason the, the gods always demand blood why i wonder why
0: these these weren't, they, these weren't necessarily the Anunnaki. These were another species that was, it's interdimensional. It might be indigenous to the earth. You know, the earth is billions of years old. The Anunnaki only came here 450,000 years ago. So, but uh, T- both was surprised. He was working with the um, the watchers in the Halls of Amenti. And they're a very advanced spiritual species. And so they were shocked when these dark beings were coming forth and taking over the Anunnaki and human, um, you know, council leaders, and uh, and then it took it took for them a while to figure out what happened that their 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 people were getting possessed, and they didn't know what to happen. So anyway, but he said is that, that he said that he sunk Atlantis. Now Atlantis may have sunk in phases over generations, because as uh, Doctor Listen said, there's always things coming through. You know, that are causing pull shifts and, you know, hitting. But today, <laughs> they, you know, that test they did last week where they, our, our scientists, they they um, had, uh, what did they have? They had a, a, a ship crash into a, a an asteroid out in space last week. Yeah. They found out today yeah. it works. It works. So now they had the technology to, you know, with enough warning, they can shift the incoming and and eliminate at least most of these um,
2: catastrophes
0: that we've had. Along. Wow. So that's news. But uh, Janet, uh,
2: you know, if, Janet, if I might, uh, I, it's very nice to think that the Anunnaki are, are just all good guys. But my research shows very clearly that uh, one of the things in creating us human beings in this uh, uh, ceremony. We're, we're skipping ahead about three lessons, but uh, it, uh, where they're going, where they're going to create the first uh, viable human being, they actually sacrifice a man, uh, so his spirit will enter uh, the new being, and uh, that's part of their ritual. So that that sacrifice was something that the Anunnaki right. did. Right, and I have uh,
0: Story and I don't know the sources, and, and I, I, we, we, we love each other, but we have each do our own research. So I have to look at that myself, and I've heard that you read it somewhere, but you know, I look at everything with a grain of salt, <laughs> right? And and so I haven't researched that, and so I don't know what that origin. Who? What's the origin of that? I always go, "What's your source?" Even with my husband. What's your source? No, we, you know, well,
2: we, we, yeah, you know source? ultimately, ultimately, if you really look at things uh, the way I do. Uh, everything in its opposite exists, because that's the basic principle of the universe, symmetry. And it's, right. it's when you grasp all the all the aspects uh, of the symmetry, that's what allows you to toroid your uh, consciousness to a higher level that comprehends them all. That's how I look at it anyway.
0: Right. So there's there's this whole menu of options for reality and and how it ends up and so it's almost like we can't prove any of this anyway so select the highest good <laughs> you know i i don't i don't like all the dark dark stuff but i'll you know I'll explore it but um yeah so we, and then you're right robert we have the later stories of why were they sacrificing and you know um what, what was uh, what was it what was it tried to do and sacrifices the um the Mayans. Mayans. Oh, the Mayans.
2: Yeah. They, oh no, so the, that's, the, that's uh, no, no. The Mayans sacrificed. Uh, what happened is when Toth left, uh, the priests uh, became more and more powerful through the generations, and uh, the Lord Palenque, for example, unified Yucatan. But he, he just had lots of sacrifices, and so it's it's a myth that the Mayans were uh, peaceful. They were only peaceful when Toth was there. Right. Oh. So we have all.
0: You know, there's a history of violence, and so where did humanity get violent? Is it from the draconium uh, stem? And we have a tendency to demonize species. So we go, all Dracos are bad, and, you know, but I've been, you know, working with experiencers, and I've had my own experiences, and everybody, every every species, every being is complex. There's some good, bad, and ugly in every species. So to, to lump people into and say all Dracos are bad, it's kind of like racist, right? So. Yeah. We have extreme violence, and, um, you know, we have a choice to move beyond it. So go ahead, sweetheart.
2: Just what Marduk, uh, who we'll get to in subsequent slides, uh, said is, I have deliberately uh, made people uh, fight each other and kill each other off so that they would develop uh, more and more technology in search of weapons to survive to ultimately create a... uh, Computer system that can sol- can integrate their uh, <laughs> their societies. They don't have to blow each other up or pollute each other out of existence. But we're afraid they're out of hand, and we've come back. To, well, that's another story. To see if we can clean up our mess, we hope it's not too late. But anyway, I, I think okay. that this is a good good amount for this set of slides.
0: Are you done with this number twenty-seven? Which one is this one?
2: Let's let's see. No, oh, wait. There's maybe one more. Let's go click. Click and see what's One the next. One more. It 27.
0: I'm curious. What was 27? Oh, okay. Yeah. So
2: where are, where, where are the, where did the, where do the uh, Atlanteans yeah. go? Yeah. They uh, went, some of them are in breaking. earth, they're still breaking. I can pause it. He'd be he broke he up. He
0: froze again.
2: The, Go ahead. Sorry. I don't know where I started. So Shannon asked me where no, said, where, where. Well, I
1: think it was like where did the Atlanteans end up, right?
2: Yeah. Okay, so where are they now? A lot of them are on inner earth. They have settlements there. Some of them are uh, for a long time. were in Jericho goliath was, was one of them uh, they were all around the mediterranean coast and all the islands of the mediterranean in britain and in the mountains of north america there's giants all over all the way down to catalina island right across from california all over the place uh, uh, they are survivors of the atlanteans they're here okay so i think that's it for uh this story And next time, if we go on with these slides, we'll talk about how a group of these Lirans came from uh, the Sirius system and they settled the planet of Nibiru. But that's another story.
0: So we have over 400 slides in this Anunnaki series so we can pick different parts of history. Um, and then i have a whole thing that i'm doing on uh, experiencers and and all things that i've the extraterrestrials i don't know where you want to go robert but you know we could go forever <laughs> well, there's I mean, like, so, so much to cover
1: so let me ask you this like like let's just go like, like, a, like a small overview of like what what ended up happening so like the atlanteans were obviously the anunnaki right and then and then, um, That's right. th- then they settled. And do you think, obviously, like, they were the reason for our religions, right? Like, they were, like, Enlil was Yahweh, right? Or was Marduk Yahweh?
2: Uh, but, but when Marduk got control of the earth in 2024 BCE, he said that all these other guys, Yahweh and uh, uh he, Every Hinan, all these were just aspects or sub personalities. His son wrote this, rewrote this thing of himself. And there wasn't really, all these are just different, different me, Marduk, uh, noted by the Christians as Satan. It was the only God there is. And these are just my aspects. <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so every place uh, has a different st- story but v- very often aw- and then he makes them fight each other so that no one realizes he's in charge of everything until nanar uh the king who became king of uh, uh nibiru after a while sent uh, uh, also known as Allah starts challenging him and it, it goes on and on but we're skipping a, a lot which has which will explain a lot about earth uh and uh, if we just follow wait, this train you, along at about 27 slides a shot, we'll, we'll get the main parts of it. So
1: Dr. Lesson, <laughs> you just said something really important that I wanted to, um, that I talk about on my channel all the time, because Gerald used to say it too, Gerald Clark, rest in peace, he was a great researcher. But, um, you know, he would say that, um, you know, that wait, these- Wait, religions... wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. You said Gerald was dead? When, when did Gerald Oh, Clark yeah,
1: died? Gerald had cancer. He, they they, they oh, think that he might have been a targeted individual. You know what I mean? Yeah, we
0: almost did a conference with him. He had We were planning on a conference together, but that fell through. But I didn't know he passed. Wow, that's sad. Thanks for letting me know.
1: Yeah, and, and his wife, Krista, made a video about that he might have been targeted, you know. And I, I heard what was interesting, Janet, is I was listening to a podcast you guys did with um, – cliff dunning with earth, earth ancients and at that time when you guys did that podcast you guys were talking about lloyd pie and at that time lloyd Pye had recently passed and you were saying that lloyd might have been a targeted individual i mean mm-hmm. i gotta watch what i say because we're, we, we're on you we're gonna put this on youtube but like what do you think do you hey. think that's a possibility do you think you guys think that kind of stuff do you think they take out these researchers
0: sometimes well, let me uh, do a little backstory. back Back uh, when I met Dr. Lesson in 1997, we started going to the profits conference and um, there were three of them at one conference that got, um, they think they were kind of, um, maybe somebody gave them a shot, You're not a shot, but they went past them and then jabbed them with something because uh, you can, it can feel like, like mosquito bite or something. They, they can hit you because they were dead within a year the third person was Stephen greer um, and he somehow pulled through it but he almost died too so there are three researchers i don't know this gets into some really nasty stuff Uh, are they taking out people are they still taking out people like i don't know i don't like to go there because then we won't do anything we'll just be all you know cowering in the corner but um and then there's a lot of, there's a lot of cancer out there. I mean, I know a lot of people that are researchers and they, in the last uh, two months we've had several die of cancer. So cancer is just out there.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Cause I, that's what Gerald had too. And it came on him like really fast and he, uh, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't beat it. It was just a sad thing. But getting back to what I said, he, he always said that Nan Arsene was Allah. Like, and that, that, so that he said that Enlil was Yahweh and Nanar Sin was Allah. And, so that was, and then he was talking about how Abram was the, uh, you know, his father Tara worked in the priest or in the temple for Enlil, and and so like the patriarch of Christianity, Judaism, and Islam is Abram, right? And and and, and so that shows that the Anunnaki were the the kings of all religions or the 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 the, 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 the creators of all religions, right?
0: Yeah, that's, I, that's, I, I agree. I, actually,
2: I totally agree with everything you said. Right on, right on, absolutely right on.
0: They, they still divide uh, and conquer in, us to this day. And the other aspect of the division, divide and con- conquer scenario, is politics and countries and patriotism. Uh, any, any, and races and any, you know, man against women. Any kind of thing that's divisive keeps us from becoming one, from unifying, from getting conscious. And then figuring it out. So, you know, if we want to survive or if we want to get ahead, if we want to just spend all of our existence as slaves to higher powers, you know, keep it up, keep fighting, because that's exactly what they want us to do is to keep fighting because we figure it out.
1: I I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I think if we could be more peaceful and loving, like, you know, like, I think we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we have in the world. But it's hard because like, it seems like mankind has been like warlike since um, day one. And you just were talking about this, like, what, where do we get these warlike instincts from? It's very weird, right?
2: What happens is, if you uh, uh, allow people to be reflective, They wind up understanding as a function of maturity. (laughs) Yeah. So, what ended up
1: happening
0: You have to feel your your fellow being, you have to feel the other, your parent, other. You have to have empathy. You have to walk in their shoes and imagine. You can start with imagination. One of the the greatest. Aspects we have as human beings is we have imagination. We have the ability to image something and pull it in and manifest it and create it faster than any other extraterrestrial species. That's why they're so interested in humanity because of our imagination. We image, we create. And no. so we can change our images and imagine loving oneness, friendness, you know, meditate. Okay. Um, if we're going down the path of, of demonization and rejection and projection and, you know, not loving the apparent other, you know, just uh consciously make the choice, you know, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to, I'm going to imagine that woman over there, what it's like to be her, what it's like to be a mother trying to feed her kids, you know, just go into empathy and compassion and, uh, and we can change the planet just like that. And that's what they're afraid of. Yeah. We you can't know what? do this.
1: I, I, really? I, I, when I interviewed Lynn Buchanan, the remote viewer, he said the exact same thing as you. He, he backs up what you're saying completely. He said that, um, the extraterrestrials, you know, he remote viewed two different, he said he remote viewed positive ETs and negative ETs. He said they're interested in us for our psychic capabilities. He said, because, um, because we can remote view and we can take our consciousness to anywhere. He said, they can't do that. He said, they have to be over us and para- they have to be over us basically and paralyze us to, you know, like say like, like you know, like during a gray abduction, they paralyze people, but our psychic abilities stretch further. They say, so I, it's kind of like in line with what you were saying. Right
0: right and that's what those said in the emerald tablets he was able to go outside of his body and travel the entire universe he didn't need a spaceship he didn't do anything but himself that's what that's what it means to be this type of species we are we have this ability and and so you know that's what humans are humans have what's called the meta gene we can manifest heaven on earth we can see we can traverse all the levels of existence all the way up to source without dying and uh, that's what both learned how to do, and, and and I've been doing it through meditation and tantra. And um, tantra is a big aspect of it, not just that everybody thinks about the sex, but um, as a woman, you can learn how to, or both men and women can have a kundalini awakening. And women, especially, we can, you know, learn how to go out of our bodies, and and um, because we we have the portal, we have a portal within us, we we bring in beings from uh, you know the next dimension out. Into our, into our uterus and get birth so we're, that's an interdimensional portal we bring in souls so that's the magic of, of human females
1: that's so, so anyway
0: I I get ahead of myself but yeah so what ended up what happening want-
1: to Anki is, is Anki still alive do you guys know we- yeah he didn't die
0: yes. he, 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 he He's here. Um, I get communication with him a lot of people get communication with him uh, yeah he's uh, you know he, it went uh, behind the scenes and there's a whole bunch of politics around that because they agreed to let Marduk rule the earth it was part of that agreement yeah he was he was born as the future king he's just like Charles III you know spent 70 years behind Queen Elizabeth but Charles has always been bound to be king so that when the time came um uh, they they gave Margot the Earth because that's what he was born for.
2: No, uh, Jen, so should we go to the next group of slides? the, the next group of slides would show that. Do you want should you want to go to another few well, how
0: slides? how long do you want to go, Robert? Well, let me see
1: what time? time it is. I have another show in an hour. So I have to do another yeah. show in about an hour, but we can we can keep going. I, I love this. This is so interesting. Yeah.
2: Okay, let's let's so we, go a little bit further. Yeah, so, so,
0: so, 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 I'll talk about, talk about more, about another twenty 20- Robert. We, you for next week or two weeks or something, too, because I, I would like to get this out of uh, this information out because we've been researching this for years, and I think these shows are really good. And you know, we have some books, but fine, you know, it's not about money, it's about getting this information out to transform humanity because we're up against this. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're 30 seconds to midnight, right? In the <laughs> global to- clock of destruction, and and we, we really need to get this information out. I to agree, much I
1: audience. agree. I I couldn't agree even more. I think this is really important. Uh, And and thank you for doing this. This is amazing. Yeah, we can do the next slide.
2: Okay, here we go. Open up your minds. What happened in Nibiru profoundly is still influencing what's happening here. Nibiru uh, were were just people that had this thing called the unity uh, kingdom. This is when they were in in the Sirius group, and in this kingdom they said, "Let's have, let, uh, let's have, we're the royals. Everybody follow us." However, the people there did not want to follow them, so by and by they decided to move to Nibiru, which was a uh, a remnant of Sirius C that had gone um, uh, exploded, and uh, it, it, the biggest part of Sirius C became. Uh, a red dwarf known uh, as Nemesis, around which Nibiru was one of its uh, planets. Uh, uh, the Nibiru also went in this long anti-clock, uh, um, anti-clockwise, um, uh, excuse me, clockwise orbit, where it, the other planets are going anti-clockwise. and It passed between Mars and Jupiter every 3,600 years. So that was the planet that they left. Uh, The uh, the the Syrian unity kingdom, it was a flop. They went to their own planet and that's where they really fought it out. (laughs) They had a a war that just about killed everybody. Uh, It was a thermonuclear war and uh, there was hardly anyone left. The people from the North and the South decided, we're we're not gonna exist as as beings unless we put this together. So they they had a drawing. They said, who, whoever, one side the north or the south would uh, provide the king, the other the queen, and they would start a royal dynasty, and they would only be one, di- one uh, rule for the whole planet. Of course, that's the model they have for Earth, but we'll get to that later. And so they, this is a couple of their commanders during this terrible war. They wore these, these that's what their helmets looked like. Um, they, they could barely survive. The radiation uh, decimated the man, there was many of them, uh, even who survived, couldn't uh, make babies. And the truce gave us the king, who is a military dictator. And the uh, dictator, uh, Anu said, let the nations be united. Let there be a throne on Nibiru, one king to reign over all let a leader from the north or the from the south by lot be chosen, one king supreme to be. If he be from north, let south choose a female to be his spouse. Let their firstborn be the successor. Let a dynasty be formed. Let unity on Nibiru forever to establish." And I, I want to thank the Klingons who uh, help me make with the slide but An was the <laughs> king who won the uh, <laughs> the lottery to rule uh, uh, he's from the north and he ruled by decree <laughs> his generals uh, became the governors just like Alexander's generals uh, uh, became so, so and uh, Ptolemy became uh, the dictators of smaller uh, fiefs or fiefs fiefs Oh, Fofa, man. I got it. it was the name of King An's capital. They had generating uh, electricity through pyramids, which we'll get into, uh, picked up by uh, monoliths, sent to their spacecraft, and, and so forth. Um, things went on for about 16 generations. That's their power system. And then you'll have to see the next set of slides to find that out. But that's a little bit more of our setup for the next one. Oh well, this is this
1: is amazing. What's the
2: nemesis?
0: What's
1: the nemesis?
2: Is that the nemesis? Nemesis is a red dwarf, which is uh, uh, which you can see from if you have infrared uh, telescopic abilities, and it's uh, it's the uh, it's a it's got enough warmth to sustain Nibiru as it goes close to it. And then as it goes past it, uh, it gets far, far away, goes way out to Earth, and then it comes back around. It doesn't go to Earth, it actually passes between Mars and Jupiter and it goes way back around and comes to. Uh, nemesis and goes around it that's its primary and uh, nibiru has uh, moons that go around it some of them at one point crashed into earth and formed the pacific basin maybe and others uh, that uh, we see it's passed recently and uh, lots of people picked it up on their telescopes but nibiru uh, and uh, the astronomer who blew the whistle on the navy that was tracking all this stuff from australia had one of these sudden deaths that you and janet were talking about suddenly this healthy astronomer who talked to Setchin and went on on television, checking out, yeah, there is something out there, and it's coming, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and it, uh, we see it on our uh, uh, red telescopes. Like I saw it back, I came out here right away to check it out, and on the way to report all this after his interview, he, he suddenly got something and died mysteriously. And the same thing happened with John Mack in my other field of, uh, uh, wor- working with uh, experiencers. He supposedly stepped well, off John Mack, uh, guys, a curb and... Yeah. and, and how'd you... I-
1: I always thought that John MacDeth was really, really strange. I, I don't, I don't agree with the fact that that was an accident. I really don't. I, just I don't, don't
2: either.
1: He, he was Because a I knew
2: John, so he used to, because he went to England so many times, just as I have too. You don't step off and look the wrong way. That's bullshit. John knew how to, how to step off the curb in England and not get killed. And so the whole thing is a lie. I know it is.
1: Yeah. I, I would, I would agree most wholeheartedly. So, um, I don't have any other questions on the inter I wanted to ask you guys about your work with experiencers though. Like what are experiencers reporting recently? Like what are people seeing? Like, are greys still abducting people? I mean, like, um, are people having experiences with the reptilians Pleiadians? Like what's going on with that whole scene?
0: All the above. <laughs> Depends uh, okay. on who you, who you talk to when, but, um, uh... You know, we've been working with experiencers going back to the first generation, like John Max uh, colleagues, and, um, and they have a different story. There, there's later ones. I don't know. I haven't really been uh, interviewing the last two years. I stopped in 2000 uh, 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 which one? I don't know, two years ago. I stopped two years ago. Um, and I've been taking a break because I, I got into overwhelm. It was just, I was doing five six, seven shows a week. Well, can uh, I ask you this, Janet? Like,
1: do, you, to... do you think gray abductions have slowed down or do you think they've stopped? Because like, it seems like people aren't talking about gray abductions as much anymore. Like you hear a lot of contact. Like I see a lot of people on YouTube saying they have contact and there's a lot of people saying they're in the secret space program, but you don't hear as much about gray abductions. But I, I think they're still happening, right?
0: probably I, I think what's happening is that we're, we're we're like a culture and so people get on the bandwagon around okay we're, we're in the secret space program so that seems to be the hot commodity and everybody's coming out and saying i'm in the secret space program so we're going through a whole thing of that um but the gray abduction started back if you remember betty and barney hill that was in 1961 so we had that run its course but i think they're. i think it's contact uh, a lot of people are, are are assembling it differently. They're not calling it abductions. Uh, they're saying, I'm in the hybrid program. Um, I enjoy interacting. I, I have these children. I get to meet my children. So that seemed to be about uh, two or three years ago, a whole, whole slew of those. I don't know if those people are, have stopped having contact or If it's changed, a lot of people are saying, well, now I'm I'm an ambassador. I go to the council meetings. When I go on board ship, I'm in a different form. I might be a gray. I might be a reptilian. I might be something that we don't even have a definition for. You know, I'm in a different alien body. A lot of people seem to be um, aware that they are multidimensional beings and they have simultaneous existences. The 20 Back Program has... uh, Made people aware that you know we're not not always living linear lives. You know, it's, we we might be somewhere experiencing twenty years. Oops, one second, and uh, then we're we're back in our bed. You know, two minutes after we were taken, right? And so, people are simulating it different now. And very, um, I I encounter very few people that are in the uh, victim mode. You know, the the abduction thing was i'm a victim and i I, you know they're they're doing this against my will um people now are shifting into well they still have the there's part of the secret space program that are like victim oh i you know they took me when i was five yeah 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 but a lot of people are saying well yeah i i'm in my third or fourth 20 and back program i'm in it for life and they seem to own it and um are not coming out of it as victims. Come on. Ah. Okay, sorry. Um, Sosh, what would you like to say about it?
2: It's um you know it's interesting when you look at the universe as, as I do. Uh you realize that it, there's there's uh, it's a holographic universe and there's an aspect of us in every particle and subparticle and macroparticle uh that there is and also the ones that aren't the the antiparticles. And so each, we're in everyone, and everyone is in each of us. And so that many people are able to access the Jesus uh, uh, within them, just as Jesus can uh, feel you in him. And it's it's always it's the basic principle of the universe is symmetry. And once you embrace the polar opposites of any dimension, you're free of being trapped in that dimension. You don't lose its content, but you merely assimilate it into a larger context. And so, yes, I, I think that uh, people are uh, finding parts of themselves in their experiences, whatever it takes and however they symbol it, and it's all beautiful and it's all perfect, and it probably couldn't be any other way. uh, For those of us who are still in this dimension, however, we are constantly generating other uh, universes from this universe, some of which generate others, and we too, before our Big Bang were a a part of something that arose out of a a similar uh, transcendence, that's the way of things, uh, Yes, I understand string theory anyhow, and it seems to work for me. But what you should do in the present is, is dig what you've gotten, don't sweat what you've not and celebrate what motivates you to uh, action that's right action and enjoy your life every moment uh, because you die every moment and you get a chance to be reborn every moment. That's really well said. I like that. I think I think that's a good
1: place to finish up for today. And I'd like to have you guys back on. Like you said, like in like a you know we can schedule for a couple of weeks. And if you guys have more slides, we can go over that. But I'd I'd love to have you guys back on again. Would that be alright? Sure.
0: Oh, we'd, we'd love have to come back. And uh, I'm working on an experiencer series. uh and I'm also tying um. I'm doing on my ancestry and I'm going back through my tree and my tree has a lot of uh Hananaki i've got I got royals out the wazoo and so the the demigods were the, the royals that were put in place to you know roll the earth right and so hey, what's a wazoo honey uh, a wazoo is where everything comes out so <laughs> they come out the wazoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Anyway. laughs> <laughs> and I, I've discovered uh, Melusine, and I think Robert Seffer did a video. Somebody did a, a series of videos on, videos oh, I on love Melusine. Robert Melusine. Yeah, I forget who it was. Melusine is the, the shapeshift. She's a, she's a, she can have a Naga bottom. She can have a split Naga. She can have a, a, um, a what do you call it? Mermaid tail. Um, she can become a, a Draco. She, uh, not a Draco, dragon. She actually is a um, ancestor of most of all the royals in in, in they they say we've sent from Melusine. so there we have you know Robert knight or david ike was saying shape-shifting reptilians and we have um both that said that they were shape-shifters so i've actually found shape-shifters in my family tree so genetically i have shape-shifting reptilian Ancestors, so but so do millions. You know, we all we we have six degrees of separation. Humanity is related to each other over and over and over again, you know. And um, so when you when you climb up your family tree, be careful what you find. You'll find a bunch of Anunnaki, and then um, so that I can I can do a slideshow on that one too. But I think uh, we should finish this series, and then we can go on to the experiencers. Uh, I, I have my own story which correlates with a lot of this stuff with, I met I met the dragon at the end of time, which I won't tell you what that is, but that's just a coming attractions. There oh. is a dragon, and I yeah. met the dragon under Johnson Atoll. so we'll go into that at another, a future date, somewhere yeah, down the line. That,
1: that, that's awesome. I, I I think this is going to be great, like, you know, we can do a, a couple shows, and, you know, it'll help get you guys exposure, it'll help get me exposure, and it's it, it's just, it's awesome. Well, how about this? Can you guys tell uh, what either one, whoever wants to tell where people can find you, your website, where they can buy your books? If you want to tell them the names of your books, um, uh, you know, all the, all, the, all the promotion stuff, all the stuff you want to promote.
2: Saj? So sh- uh, do it, Janet. You do it so much better than I.
0: Okay. Sasha's best website, I should bring up a visual, but... Um- the best website for Sasha's work is EnkiSpeaks dot com, E N K I S P E A K S dot com. And I just want to say, very
1: thorough. It's it's so it's so nice. It's such a nice website. You guys go into so much Anunnaki history for, and you're giving that away for free. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Like it's like it's a treasure chest, really. Well, thank, you. thank you. Sasha works on that all the time. I'm working on Dragon at the End of Time aquarianradio.com uh, and uh, that's a lot of my research and uh, I still have aquarianradio.com we have about 20 websites that are in different stages of development uh, little different. and then um, our books are on Amazon we've got uh, five Anunnaki books working on the six we'll have I, I, my goal is to have at least one out a year a new one out each year And uh, then I'm working on the Dragon at the End of Time series, which is, it's like integrating all this information. And then they have uh, my experiencer series. I have um, Dance of the Souls, which is, it it goes into reincarnation, um, coming into the Anunnaki, coming into life as an experiencer. So I've got, I'm I'm working on a lot of books. Sasha is working a lot of books. And then Sasha does a lot of work on Facebook. What's your major Facebook page or group that you want people to find you, Sasha?
2: Uh, the, the best one to probably is um, Ancient uh, Astronauts. Ancient Astronauts.
0: Okay. So anyway, you can. Okay, the but also we've
2: we, we, we've written some uh, tantra books. The three of them are out now. Yeah. Uh, 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 one of them, uh, Oh Janet's going to show you the tantra books actually. No, one I don't have
0: that, that right
2: now. It's tantra for all chakras. I'd love to go over with chakras. you sometime.
1: I'd, I'd also like to go over that if we can, because I that's, I think I find that very interesting. Like, you know, like I'd, I'd love to do that too, if we can. Like, I, we could do a show separate on that
0: sure. as
2: well. Sure. Oh, we'd yeah.
0: love, to. love to. I've got slideshows. We've got um, I, 800 slides uh, prepared in the different things. So we can just pull out of the master and do the little segments. So I have a bunch of stuff on Tantra. Sasha, we can work on a Tantra one.
2: Um, and the other one is uh, t- uh, for uh, teach, teaching Tantra, for people who want to teach their mate or themselves Tantra or teach small classes of Tantra, and that's called Teach Tantra. And then we have a third one, which is a really powerful one for couples. Uh, it's, it's called um, uh, Three Tantra Dates, I think that's the name of it. And that's, that's, oh, how that's to, really How do I really, to love, really love, love a woman? woman. Yes. how to really love a woman in three tantric trists. and uh, if, if if people that are starting a relationship if you will go to these four uh, these different trists, I guarantee you that your your relationship will really be great or else it won't
0: help.
1: <laughs> 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 That's my funny.
0: husband's a comedian. I,
1: I love that. You gotta have humor and uh yeah. Right? And, and, well, this has been great. I, I'm gonna thank you guys and uh and we'll do it again next time. Yes, yeah, so okay. and please give
0: the link to the embeds and everything because we like to put it up on our sites and and uh, yeah, can you told.
1: can you email me? I mean, I know it's anky syncs.com, ankey, ankey, I'm sorry. And then um send but send me all the links you want me to put in the description and I'll put them in and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. I won't post it because I, I posted a couple cool. videos today, so I'll probably post this tomorrow, but I, you know, and that'll give you time to email me the links and that you know, and then that, that way it's done official and correct, right?
0: I'll do Very that cool. right away okay thanks, Robert
2: thank you have a good night hey thank you thanks to you yeah okay right. good night. God
0: bless you.
2: bye